With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, this is the this day, is the the day Lord that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said to me, let us be the church. I want to celebrate this week, the, the week of Pentecost, and we're going to be talking about Pentecost tonight um, a little bit, and we're going to really more so be in talking about the effect of Pentecost, which happened in the New Testament church, the Holy Ghost. So get your notebook as I am getting my notebook out, and let's go straight to the Word of God and and feast in the Word of God. Amen. Uh, let somebody know we're on the air live tonight, and we're going to be studying the Word of God systematically. Um, take as much notes as you can. Um, get a notebook out. We're in a new All right, let's let's again take your notebook out. Let's get ready to study the Word of God and go into the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we praise you and thank you for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your Word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and the liberation of thought. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And, Father, in everything that shall be accomplished and shall be revealed, you be glorified. It is in Jesus' precious name that we praise you and give you glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Let me get myself situated one second and we'll get started. I'm with you live tonight. Get your Bible out. We have a lot to cover. We're going to be in John chapter 16. Romans chapter 8, we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 4 as the foundation. And if we have time, we may hit, hint Hebrews and um, Corinthians and Galatians. All right, let's pr- uh, already pray, didn't I? Give me one second. Well, the Lord is delighted. I do want to put a plug in on Sunday. We're going to be teaching the Word of God systematically from now on at 9 o'clock. Um, every Sunday morning, so um, before on your way to church or um, even after church, you can download it, but we're going to be teaching the Word of God systematically. You'll be able to get five points a lesson. Um, almost, I believe you'll get get 15 points a lesson, as you will, um, but if you, if you follow me tonight, you'll get an idea of how we're going to flow on... Um, Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. Sunday mornings in the Word. We're going to study the Word of God systematically and go throughout the Scriptures. There are going to be two-part lessons, so every two Sundays we're going to come up with a new topic, and we're going to go through the Scriptures um, line upon line and precept upon precept and get greater insight. Tonight we have a new teaching that we're going to continue on Sunday and next Thursday and next Sunday, and then we're going to um, go forth in some new information um, in the success of Sundays. We're going to be talking about 
the Holy Spirit and Pentecost today. Um, and we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit for the rest of uh, at least the first half of this month. So join us tonight uh, uh, in the Word of God. All right, let's start in Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk, not as um, other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feelings, have given themselves over to lasciviousness and all works of uncleansiness with greediness. But ye have not so learned... Christ, if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, and as it, the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to his deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man which is created, uh, which, it, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore put away lying, speak every man truth to his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be ye angry, and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of the edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. We thank the Lord for his word. We thank God because we know that God wants to challenge us to live out his life. And I came to ask you a question. What is stirring your soul? What is stirring your soul? And we're going to talk about higher learning concerning the Holy Spirit. Let's pay attention to verse 23 of Ephesians chapter 4, which says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. What is the spirit of your mind? In a generation that has been depraved from an authentic experience with the Holy Spirit, I think it's important that we challenge you as believers to not be people that have the right verbiage without the vantage point being really enlightened with evidence from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit demands that we have evidence that proves that we are in sync with the will of God. In John 4:24, the Bible says God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In that in that equation, we understand that a spirit is a God, and God is a spirit. In other words, the essence of who God is is his spirit, and his spirit is what he seeks for us to connect to so we can worship him or come before him and worship him in the truth that the spirit reveals. As we come in contact with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit enlightens us and enables us to live the Christian life. There are things that we, as believers, must experience. 
and that is an experience with the supernatural, because the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither does he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. We got to have evidence for our faith, because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We need to also have an encouragement of our esteem, our image. Our inner image must be renewed in the knowledge of God. And then we also must be energized to live godly in this present world because the world will try to evict us because we're not like them. We are very much so like the Lord. God has placed within the passion and the position and the power and the potential and the proof of the Holy Spirit a hope for us to trust him with all of our heart and lean not to our understanding, a faith that is unmovable because we believe and we act on what we believe, and a love for others because how can we love God whom we don't see? If we can't love the ones that we do see, God enables us and empowers us so that we can grow in his spirit. And the spirit of God is set to grow us, to lead and guide us into the truth that we should know. And it is that truth that makes us free. The Holy Spirit preserves us, and it, it contains power. And that power unlocks the promises of God, the provisions of God, the protections of God, the potential in God, and ultimately the power of God. God's reality is expressed through his spirit. And as we live by his spirit, it motivates us to develop a private devotion toward the things of God. It tells us to develop a prayer life so we can communicate with God in spirit. And then it also promotes public service so we can see to it that others can experience the ministry of being right and connected with God. We need to understand also that the Holy Spirit has been characterized to fill in the void that could only be filled through Jesus Christ. Remember the word Christ is not Jesus' last name, but is indicative of his power, his potent um, um, his potential and his passion. It expresses his true essence just like it expresses the Father's true essence. So when we have Christ in us, we have the spirit of the living God in us, which, we, which means that we accept God's order. We accept God's uh, order through his word. We accept God's ways as ideal, and we confess um, to believe in God's wisdom. So we have the words of God, we have the ways of God, we have the wisdom of God as a result of accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. We are free to, um, in the mind to operate as Jesus would on the earth. We are found in his heart through his love, and we face opposition without fear because we have God's spirit on the inside of us. Now the Holy Spirit, he who is joined to the Lord, is one spirit with him. And the Lord would love for us to experience his spirit. We need to just simply have a sincere heart. We need to have a sincere heart saying, God, I want all of you. I want everything about you to be revealed to me. We need to also have a set time without interruptions to meet God. And that's what happens when the Holy Spirit demands that we give and spend time 
with him. The psalmist wrote, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. That's another indication of the Holy Spirit of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress and my strength. So we know that the Holy Spirit requires a set time. Not only that, we must standardize the study of Scripture because we are to study it to show ourselves approval, workmen that need of not to be ashamed, but one who correctly handles the word of God. And then we need to be spiritually awakened through prayer and praise. Hallelujah. Praise focus us, focus us to get into the presence of God and to invoke his power and his promises on our behalf. And then we need to have space for God to be God in our lives. Give him space in the core of our being, in our innermost being, the inner man, which is renewed in the knowledge of God. And as we grow into the knowledge of God, we will begin to become accurate in the things of God. We will be assisted by the Holy Spirit, and we will be anointed to edify other people to do the same thing. Hallelujah. God wants us to have a personal pursuit, a passion released through the Holy Spirit, and pattern behavior that makes his love, love unfailing because we love God that we don't see. We love others that we do see. And God should be directly reflected in your life to someone else so they can say, what must I do to be saved? Now, i got a little more for you tonight because I've already given you a whole lot, but I want you to understand what is stirring your soul. What is stirring your soul? I want you to ask yourself, what is stirring your soul? What is causing you to do this thing we call Christianity? Is it an experience that you have with the Holy Spirit, or are you just a great observer to someone else's personal relationship and you're not ever encountering the Holy Spirit? You know, there's a there's a stat out there that says 64% of people that worship of God that has not really truly had a, evident, uh, a significant encounter that makes their experience unquestionable. So they go throughout their Christian experience searching, rarely, rarely finding the answer. The Bible tells you if you seek them, you'll find them. If you're not, the door will be open, and if you ask, it will be given to you. So we need to make certain that our heart is right to receive the things of God. You know, God always wants us to come to him when it comes to the spirit through the way of truth because it's only through the truth that we can experience what it means to have the Holy Spirit. So what I want you to do don't fall into the category of people that honor him with their lips, but their hearts are far from him. Make certain that your heart is right. So when you go to approach the throne of grace, you can obtain mercy and find help and grace in the time of need. What am I telling you to do? Talk to God realistically. Talk to God realistically. Take time for God daily and consistently. And then also trust God inwardly. Trust God inwardly. In God, you will be awakened first to his presence. And you'll look at when you are awakened to his presence, you will reflect on his holiness and his righteousness. And how, how it is a privilege to be in his presence. But not only that, the Holy Spirit will often remind you of his promises. His promises so that you can obtain those things that he has guaranteed if you obey. 
But ultimately, the Holy Spirit wants you to experience his power, the power of his effect, the power of his essence being at work in your life. Why? When you do so, you'll have his life, you'll have his light, and you'll also have his love. What is stirring your soul? Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it the power of God working on your behalf? Or is it your own intellect? Is it your own intellect? The Bible says lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him so that he can direct your path. The scriptures are very clear that the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither doth he know them because they are spiritually Discerned. And the Holy Spirit would want us to come into the reality of the truth. For if we know the truth, we continue in his word and do it, we will know the truth. And the truth that we know will make us free. First uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 through 14 tells us the natural man cannot obtain the things of God. Romans 8, 6 tells us to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And then in Philippians 2, verse 13, it tells us that it is God that causes us both to do and, and, uh, and will and do his good pleasure. Christ has, has become the core compass through the power of the Holy Spirit. He was willing to serve as the example. He was willing to see others succeed. And he was willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good. And the greater good was that you would not externally serve him with activities that makes God's word of none effect, but that you would instinctively adapt to the nature of God so that God could write his laws on your hearts and mind and you could be to him a people that worship him in spirit and in truth. God has a plan for us, and we thank God that his plan is free from fear, is free from faith, is free from faithlessness, is free from fantasy, is free from um, familiar spirits. And it's all cleared up in the freedom of the Holy Spirit. you got to love the truth. You have to love not the world. You have to love others, but you have to have a love for righteousness, and you have to be, be able to show that love through deeds and acts of kindness. For you can't say you love God whom you don't see if you don't love the people that you do see. Yeah? What spirit is stirring your soul? Is your soul being stirred aright? Is it the Holy Spirit that is enabling you to live, move, and have your being? In John chapter 16, verses 1 through 16, we see in the word of God that that it is the promise of the Holy Spirit given by Jesus to live a godly life. God enables us to perform. He empowers us through his purpose and predestination, his passion through his love, and his power through his spirit. And in doing so, we see in this passage that it reveals five things that the Holy Spirit is sent to do. It gives us the roles and the responsibilities of the Holy Spirit in verses 13 through 15, and there are five. Number one, he will guide us into all truth. Number two, he will not speak of himself, but he will only speak that which he hears from God. Number three, he will show you things to come. 
so that way you will know things before they start. And then he will also, number four, glorify the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you know that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And then he will impart an inheritance for you, not only externally, but internally. It is the Holy Spirit that enables us to live the Christian life. And we thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit. What is stirring your soul? The Holy Spirit then in, in, in seeing and observing John 6 and also understanding. Uh, let's go to, right quick, Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's what he reminded the church of Ephesus. But in the church of Galatea, we see another imprint in, uh, in the church of Galilee, Galatea, which is the, church, the Galatian church, for those of you who may be wondering what I'm talking about. to the other, 
so that ye cannot do the things which ye would. But if ye are led by the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious and manifest, are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and such things there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified their flesh with their affections and lusts. And if we live in the Spirit, let us walk also in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another to envy and to one another. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in the fault, ye which are spiritual, restore us. Uh, are one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, Lisa, thou also did bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if any man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then there shall be a rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth good in all things. We thank God that the Holy Spirit enables us to live this Christian life. In, in, in the leading of the Holy Spirit, when you know that you're led by the Holy Spirit, you will see that you first have scriptural competence, scriptural competence. You will begin to understand the things of God. Why? Because if you trust in the Lord with all of your heart, you lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him so that he can direct your path. You then have a sacrificial devotion through study and prayer. Prayer communicates to God and it lets us know that God is one and he has a desire. And when you don't know how to pray as you are, the Spirit himself makes intercession with groanings that cannot be uttered. Thank God we have an advocate from the Father called the Holy Ghost that reveals the truth that we should know. And everything that he hears, he speaks to us by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God connects to the Word of God for the letter killeth, but it is the Spirit that giveth life. As we observe the Scriptures, we don't pay attention to the letter. We receive the imprint, the intent behind the letter that is revealed to us by the Spirit of God that causes us to live, move, and have our being. And also in our interaction, social interaction with other people, we begin to develop um, in the things of God. Because how can you love God whom you don't see if you don't love God whom you do see? We see a lot about the Holy Spirit in the Scripture. Number one, that he is the intelligence of God. Why? He possesses God's knowledge to the truth, and he also uh, possesses God's knowledge to how we should worship. He is the inspiration to live out our, our faith. For faith worketh by love. And love has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So faith can only be derived when we accept the things of the Holy Ghost. Isn't that what the Scripture says in the Hebrews? Now faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things which are not seen by it. The elders obtain a, a good report through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by what? The Word of God. So that the things which were seen were made by things which do not appear. And the Spirit of God is like the wind. You don't know where it's coming from, but you definitely feel its 
effect. Not only is it the inspiration to live godly out of our faith, not only is it the intelligence of God, but it is the instructor of our new nature. It is the instructor of our new nature. It teaches us that the old man is dead with the lust and the passions thereof, but as we walk with the Holy Spirit, we are made free from the law of sin and death. So it becomes the instructor of our new nature, and it becomes the instruments to which we hear from God. And then finally, it becomes an illumination to the Christian experience with evidence that cannot be denied. I'm out of time, but I'm not out of content, and I want you to understand this, that God has a plan for your life. God wants you to be empowered by his spirit. He wants you to sh- uh he wants to show you things to come. He wants to speak some things that you know absolutely came directly from God through his spirit. God is an able God that can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And if you invite the Holy Spirit in your life today, you will get a stirring in your soul. God first uh stirs your soul so that you can experience for yourself that transforming power through his grace that gives you proof, undeniable proof, that makes you in sync with his will. I'm reminded of what happened in the church um, that started at Acts. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says when the hour had fully come, when they were in one accord in the upper room, concentrating on the promise which Jesus told them to wait until they be in doubt so that the promise of the Spirit might be fulfilled. They were in the place, and at the appointed time, the Holy Spirit descended on them as tongues of fire, and they began to speak with evidence that only the Holy Ghost could prove to the world. It was undeniable signs. They were speaking in languages to others, proclaiming the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as a result of that one experience in the upper room, the disciples were able to reunite and to reveal the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ that he has risen like he said and that if you accept him and you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he raised, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And the Bible says they gave great witness of the resurrection of the dead, and as a result, the church was added daily, as such should be said. And that feast was not only a promise of the protection and the provision and the promises of God from old, it was now a catalyst that would promote the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. It was a catalyst that caused the unrighteous to call on the name of the Lord to say, what must I do to be saved? It was a catalyst that caused the dead to be raised and caused the sick to be healed. It was a catalyst that caused the church to be identified in power and not just in words. And that same power is present today to take your lives to another level through faith and not by sight. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Even in the times of which we celebrate your coming on the earth and imparting what God had created you to do, Give us himself in spirit so that internally we will know how to exist externally confident in the trust that we have towards you to live out our faith. Father, we thank you for the work that you did at Calvary. 
Now, Father, I thank you that the Holy Spirit is the device and the personality which translates the potential we have in you to operate in abilities that we cannot do in and of ourselves. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have sparked seeds of potential in everyone under the sound of my voice that they would come closer to your will to say, what must I do? What must I do? Father, we thank you that in the seeking, we're finding out the very intents of your heart to be who you have ordained us to be even before the foundation of the world. We delight in your glory and we delight in your promises because you've provided your spirit. And for this, we say thank you. We praise you, and we glorify your name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Would you repeat after me? I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart, that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised Jesus from the dead. I thank God for the work that he did for me at Calvary. If you said that you're saved, get on um, on our uh, blog talk site and find out our prayer line. Call one of the prayer representatives, and they will pray for you. If you desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit, there's someone there available to pray with you that you would receive the promise that was that was established at Pentecost. And then also... We are here to pray for you, whatever your needs may be. Get into a Bible-believing teaching church and know that the truth will make you free. God bless you. I thank you for listening to the broadcast. Continue to join us on the broadcast on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. I'll be continuing our study in the Holy Ghost. God bless you and thank you. God bless you and good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.